side. Abby wanted to watch them all, and I was like, I can't watch Hotel. I was like, I started no. it. So I don't think I they should watch it. Hotel. No, I don't think so either. They shouldn't watch Hotel. How the the house is well. They also shouldn't have watched. She also Abby shouldn't have also watched Hostel. No, that's not, no. <laughs> holy fuck! How, I well, what I said listen. when she said Hostel. I said you're watching Hostel with Abby. It's, Sorry, it's after talk. Awful. Yeah, I have not watched it. I, I will not watch it. Welcome to maybe the B side, unless <laughs> unless Randy decides to cut this out. Welcome to the B side. Welcome to the B side. So you watch Hostel, I, but yeah, America- well, okay. So Abby bought this set of movies that was just like one of those. You know, they got those bargain bins and stuff in Walmart where there's like twenty horror movies, and it just happens to be whichever ones they get the rights to that they can right. throw together without having to pay extra. Right. And so there are some just the really horrible like. You know, 1970s awful. There's this awful one about crows taking over a town. I mean, some of them are really terrible. And then they've liked one or two of them. And then Hostel was on there. And I was like, I don't think we can watch that. And Abby's like, okay, well, well, you know, they they pitched it to me in a way that convinced me somehow. And I guess I all part of part of it also is that I know that they're just going to watch it on the internet anyways. Like if they don't watch it with me. So I was like, okay, fine. I will watch Hostel with you. And the opening scenes come up and they're doing the credits. And I was like, why didn't I remember this was a Quentin Tarantino? Movie? I mean, it's bad. Because I'm not a big fan. And like, I'm not a big fan of him as a human being or as a director or anything. So much violence. So much violence. And it's there's nothing justified in anything that he does. He's basically like a theater of cruelty, like, yeah. you know, modern movie maven. But um, he, yeah, Hostel was a piece of shit. I don't, I don't know. Now, Pulp Fiction, there are people who I stand love- by Pulp Fiction as a masterpiece of cinema. I mean, I are love you- Pulp. Yeah, I am. And I, I really, I don't know, uh, I really um, like Kill Bill as well as a very big revenge and his homage to like all of like uh, Asian mm-hmm. fighting scenes and swordsmanship and that. I will Even say, though I'm not a big fan of all that. But. Yeah. I will say that I was a fan. And Westerns are part of Kill Bill too. Yeah, well, maybe that's why I didn't like it. I'm mm-hmm. so weird about westerns and mob things. You it's just like I immediately Western. shut down about westerns and yeah, mob it's things. Yeah, it's a western slash, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. revenge slash. And then for something about my brain just shuts down. I was, Reservoir Dogs was one of those movies that I didn't know what it was. And I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was up too late and I happened upon it somewhere and watched all of Reservoir Dogs like with my jaw on the ground thinking yeah. like this is the most amazing thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, you really liked it. I huh? loved it. And it's it's also it's gross as gory. fuck and very mobby. It's very mob. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's Mr. I can't White, really Yeah, I can't really make a whole lot of sense of it other than to Your it was age. like at my age yeah. and like coming to like this was something that mm-hmm. was so drastically different from anything I had ever mm-hmm. seen, which he does have that going. Which is for what Pulp Fiction is too, which lot. is what Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill. Yeah. I really I really like Kill Bill. Hostel one. on the other hand no, is like an absolute piece of garbage. Oh, it's terrible. I don't remember why we're talking about this. Because we were talking about movies that uh, we were starting with Leslie Jordan, mm-hmm. going back to our That's episode. much happier than Hostel. Well, and the reason we got into it is because we were talking about his um, oh, American roles on Horror American Story. Horror Story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the various seasons of American Horror Story, which I've watched all of except one. You know, I never finished that Purge season. Oh, really? That that's was interesting. the year of the Trump um, mm. election. I never finished that one. Huh. But that's the only one I haven't watched. And um, yeah, Hotel is very, yeah. yeah. Hotel's rough. 
Hotel, I no. Uh, that first, I can't. The first episode of Hotel, I was like, I'm out. That's what I did too. But whatever his name is, Dennis O'Hare is his name. Dennis mm-hmm. O'Hare that plays Elizabeth Taylor in it. Speaking of mm-hmm. trans, mm-hmm. Um, he that's his name in the show. Elizabeth Taylor. He dresses beautifully, gowns, jewels, full head shave mm-hmm. though, full makeup. He was. He's he's in lots of American Horror Story seasons, yeah. but as is everybody. Yeah. Like right, don't they kind of drag their yeah cast they along? Care, yeah they yeah. have for most of them. Um, Not everybody's Evan in Peters, everything, but Evan Peters is definitely in a lot of them. Yeah, and so is uh, Sarah. Was her name? I think Evan Peters was the one that Leslie Jordan talked about liking so much. Yeah. There was somebody in there that he was like, he was just gorgeous and lovely. Well, and yeah, he was great. Leslie Jordan was great in uh, Coven. Oh, he was so good in Coven. Yeah, he, he was awesome in Coven. <laughs> Um, yeah, Sarah you, Paulson. Sarah Paulson. She's yeah. the other. She's in maybe not all of them. She is she was, in all yeah. of them? In most of, most them. of yeah. them until the last year. I was going to say, I thought she was yeah, in more she of them was than anybody all else. Of them until last couple of years. Yeah. What, uh, like, I can't even count my favorite Leslie Jordan moments. I was like going to ask you guys what your favorite things were that you remember him from, but I'm like, uh, everything? Every, uh, there, like, everything? Like, yeah. It's, it's so consistently good that it's hard to pick like a peak. Mm-hmm. It's like he never really peaked. He like stayed consistently up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could always count on him to be just wholesome, good, and candid as mm-hmm. fuck. Especially, you know, being a Southern gay male, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and like one of the things that was so interesting was that whole like connection with the hymns and the like the music of the church. Mm-hmm. He never comp- like he didn't do church so much anymore, but it wasn't that he didn't believe in God. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it was like he really embraced the music of the church. He embraced a lot of the things about growing up Southern that people don't embrace after Mm -hmm. they've kind of come out and moved on to other things. Mm -hmm. And he actually got some flack for that from various people, but nobody seems to have given him a lot of flack because how the fuck could you? We'd be an awful person. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If if you could find like to give him shit, then the world would hate you. I know. Seriously. Like, fuck you, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have to say again, I loved Will and Grace. I watched it many times mm-hmm. over the years i watched it in reruns i watched it when it was out live love will and grace and beverly leslie and karen walker mm. the combo of megan malawi and <laughs> leslie jordan going back at each other with all of this wit and like all of these just just digs at each other and just drinking martinis <laughs> while they do it and then his like sliding her and him her to him and here's some of the aliases that she called him on that show oh cup size capote <laughs> Which he loved Truman Capote, a, by the a way. A frosted mini wheat. <laughs> a Keebler elf. <laughs> Lucky Charms. Tattoo. Oh, my God. He was in Fantasy Island, by the way, when it got redone. <laughs> a teacup poodle. Oh. And world's oldest girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and his wife. He had his wife named Crystal. Oh, yes. Who died at some always point during the show. talking about Crystal. And mm-hmm. she's just not feeling well. And you never see her. But he's always with his friend. Mm-hmm. And it just happens to be like the most gorgeous, like six foot three <laughs> buff like dude wearing it like the chaps and a cowboy hat. <laughs> We're just practicing for our um, like ensemble this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's buying his wife pantyhose. <laughs> yes, that kind of, yes. Oh, my God. Crystal was never seen. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then she but passed away suddenly. Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know how she's, she's ails. 
Karen oh Walker. <laughs> he was just so fucking, so fucking funny and so just sincere and real. Yeah, I had to. Absolutely, I love love it. I'm so glad I started following him during COVID. Like it was the thing to do, and then I was just every day I needed to see. Like I need your inspiration, Leslie. (laughs) He said at one point that he started having a hard time trying to figure out what he was going to do. But at the beginning, it was just like he just said what was in his brain. Like he just talked his inner Mm -hmm. monologue, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like you read his books. The funny thing is, you read his little memoirs and stuff, and it's just like he talks, and it's just like a lot of. Folks who grew up storytellers mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. and it's—I mean—it just goes pops from one thing right to the next thing, right to the next thing. I could totally understand how like food service got cold when he was delivering it to people <laughs> oh, in Los Angeles because he would talk for six hours at a time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. Oh, so good. I'm so glad you did that story. Do you have more stories yeah. about Leslie Jordan? You said you had a story. Well, I don't have another story about Leslie Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a mini story. Uh, we're 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 learning B-side, how to do B-side, our, our B-side. B-sides in the best possible way. <laughs> and one of the things that we're looking to do is taking these little stories that we'd like researched, but, you know, they're like smaller than a full episode's worth. And so this was something that is also pretty applicable today that I had researched. It is about a weather phenomenon because it's fucking June. And okay. it's raining and every day. We actually had to put off our recording tonight for like almost an hour. hour yeah. Because lightning hit a tree outside of patrice's house right we had this sudden out of nowhere like burst i mean like all kinds of shit y'all global warming <laughs> whatever <laughs> all the weather radios going off the cat runs in the bedroom i know strong. alexa won't shut the fuck up yeah one after the next after the and, next i mean lightning thunder mm-hmm. thunder wind blowing sideways tree limbs on the road on the way here like it but was it a was, pretty rough one. And it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. So it was, it was one like of those like, wait, today. this is not tornado season. Fuck. But they're getting tornadoes. They were getting tornadoes know, in the last couple it, days God. out in the Midwest. Wyoming had Wyoming. a fucking coal mine hit by a tornado. I was like, is this not down here? Wyoming like, that's weird. had a tornado this week. Like, when's the last time they had a tornado? I don't know. But it struck that's, a coal mine mm, while they were changing shifts. It's but crazy. But died. no one was killed, thank God. Oh, thank God. But yeah, so weather's nuts. This is weather's crazy. Weather's Climate crazy. change is it's hot in people. here. Mm-hmm. It's hot outside. I feel good in here, but I'm well, Patrice feels here. hot in here. Well, no, it's, it's the getting basement, hot in though, here at least. But don't take off all your clothes. I've learned this. <laughs> okay, so there is this phenomenon in weather. Oh, don't take off your shoes because you might have to run. No, not oh. like that. It's called a heat burst. Have you oh. ever heard of this? No, no. I, okay. like I mean I felt microburst. it. <laughs> microburst of a storm, like mm-hmm. a micro storm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the the most recent southern example I could find was April 2021, and this happened in Southwest Louisiana and Texas. It warmed by almost 19 degrees in 12 minutes. What? And that's more than a, a degree a minute of warming. And so this is like a verified weather phenomenon. Apparently, according to this is a mental floss article, because I need these things explained to me in layman's terms. Mm -hmm. If a layer of dry air develops in a thunderstorm that's dissipating, Mm -hmm. then the rain falling out of the air can evaporate all at once. Okay. And that creates somehow a bubble of cool, dense air that is going towards the ground 
and it compresses as it falls. Hot air rises, cool air falls down. And it falls and it compresses and it causes it to warm up before it crashes to the ground. Still, even though this is layman's terms, it's very dramatic the way mental floss describes I have no fucking idea how this happens. Right. It's magic. It's magic. Something magic happens in the atmosphere. I'm not But it's falling down so fast that it warms up again. There, I have no idea. Okay. This was the most I could understand. Okay. Literally all the science I've got in my brain. Okay. I just threw at you and it wasn't even from my brain. But this does happen to where every once in a while you'll get this like kind of like perfect storm of events and you'll have this random sudden heat burst. And in um, so the most famous example of this happened in Texas in 1960. It was in a place called Copperell, Texas, K-O-P-P-E-R-L. And it was Wednesday, June 15th, 1960. It was the middle of June. And people call it Satan's storm still when they talk about it from 1960. So it's a typical June night. And um, there's some heat lightning. You know, there's a clump of clouds. It's about 70 degrees. And then all of a sudden, there's this massive wind. And I'm getting this description from like... The Alabama WX blog, which is the blog that we all follow. Yeah, we're the terrified we're going to get yeah, tornadoes. Yes. I mean, we got so many text messages today. Alarms going all off. From, Alexa's yes. talking to me. Calhoun County, the Weather Channel, mm-hmm. James Van, everybody. So and in Copperell, Texas in 1960, this June 15th is about 70 degrees. And all of a sudden, this wind kicks up over 75 miles an hour out of nowhere. Shit. And um, there's a a store gets its roof blown off. Trees get knocked over. And in a few minutes, the temperature rises to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. What the fuck? In the middle, I mean, at night? Uh Uh-huh. And there were reports that thermometers that were supposed to go up to 140 broke because the alcohol in them expanded so rapidly that it couldn't take, the glass couldn't take it. Oh, wow. People woke up and the air conditioner had gone out mm-hmm. because the power had failed because the temperature had risen 30 degrees <laughs> in like three minutes. Right. Everybody's air went on at the same time. Hell, and it was 1960. Did they have that much air? Right. I don't know. But it said that the power went out and um, outside you could barely breathe because the air was so hot. Oh, my God. And it's like was, it went straight desert. In they 30, th- yeah. And like, they thought like the apocalypse was here. Like yeah, they're man. wrapping kids in sheets. Um, farmers the next morning went out into their crops to find out their <gasps> corn had been cooked <gasps> on the stalk. I was just, like I'm thinking livestock, like oh, cows no. and cotton. Stuff. Yeah, cotton cotton fields burned completely, burned to a crisp. What? Leaves burned like there had been a fire, but there was no fire. What? And in 1960, nobody knew what had happened. So I'm sure it was yeah. aliens. I'm betting it was aliens in 1960. Mm, yeah. But um, they call it a heat burst. So they said it causes extreme winds, dramatic rise in temperature, rapid drop in humidity, which yeah, is the Yeah, it was like desert. Part. That's the desert. Yes. It, it's, like it, it's like you just described, you just walked into the like, Mojave. Yes. And that's like... In the, the daytime. The Alabama blog, the Alabama Weather X blog says it happens when air transported high in the atmosphere by a thunderstorm comes crashing back down to earth in a downdraft. And the downdrafts are usually cool because they're cooled by evaporating rain. But in a heat burst, there isn't any rain. And so the air heats rapidly by compression rises at five degrees Fahrenheit as it descends. So it can warm by over a hundred degrees. 
and when it strikes the cr- the the ground like any like outburst it just flows outward and so there's usually a 20 degree or more rise in temperature when something like this happens that's fucked up and i was like i couldn't stand this like nah, i man. would talk about this for my whole life like mm-hmm. i would tell my children oh i know children, i would if something like this happened in I my feel town. like I was like oh I was gonna exaggerate and say that's happened to me but like that's so dramatic that's weird <laughs> you know I was like I was thinking about like, like, I felt that way before yeah I, it's like often you feel that way like, but you, it's usually humidity, humidity you that makes you feel there's that nothing way. dry not about dry it. exactly mm-hmm. that would scare the fuck out of me I this was, yeah I mean if this it was, was dry like, heat, literally like if it was a dry heat I would be like what is happening because I'm used to that swamp ass feeling yeah man swamp ass of where like oh my god the oppression of this Mm -hmm. of the heat and humidity we are in the steam bath and we are the frog that's boiling yes to death which is how you feel every time you open your screen door in the summertime right (laughs) but dry heat yeah Mm -hmm. that would be like okay we are dying now because the sun just exploded yes the sun has exploded and the world has ended Mm -hmm. and that's what these people felt like apparently they were like oh my god they're telling their children to pray how long did that one last it doesn't last very long Mm, like it was gone by the morning usually it's like it's less than 20 minutes long usually and so actually you know what's funny i just said that with a lot of authority but i really don't know i know it's very short (laughs) i'm a liar by trade short as in minutes or hours no within i mean it's definitely less than hours like it doesn't last very long the whole thing like well maybe it's like the speed up of temperature is very fast yeah like a storm it's just like and then it resolves yeah, I was like, I don't want to have this happen shit. to me. And I, I actually started looking at this story like last summer when we were talking about like the like, you know, the fact that last summer really wasn't that bad. No, last summer was amazing. And so I, I put a whole bunch of like like weather anomaly shit in mm-hmm. Google searches and I was finding all these weather anomalies. And that was one of the ones well, I, oh I will say first. feeling like it's rained nonstop. It has rained since I've been home at least and I was every gone for day. two weeks and I was I traveled to what is supposed to be one of the rainiest places <laughs> mm-hmm. on the planet, mm-hmm. and it did not rain one day. <laughs> well, let all. me tell you something. Not once in Scotland. This not one is time. something. Not one drop. Not one cloud. Nothing. Man, this is something that my redneck neighbor, when I lived in Ingamore, Mississippi, Ingamore, which was like fifteen minutes, fifteen miles away from like rural mississippi like we're like deep south kind of here not in the delta but close i had a redneck neighbor who drove trucks for a living god bless him um because he let us like hang out in his tornado shelter like when katrina came and and all the tornadoes and stuff came and um you know we'd have a beautiful day you know like we had a beautiful summer Mm -hmm. like it was so gorgeous last summer like we had like cool low humidity just like all through june some of july it really didn't get hot till august and august really didn't get that it hot. wasn't that bad yeah but anytime compared that we had, to what we're used to people yeah, from compared to what other places to. would right. say and so crazy and, <laughs> and my husband and i always say this when we have a beautiful day like that we like bring up our redneck neighbor and he'd go, well, we going to pay for this mm-hmm. weather. Like, we going to pay that back. We go, mm-hmm. He's like, this beautiful day is like, we're we going to pay for this right here. He's like, enjoy it because hell is coming. 
and it like, may be a year away, but you're gonna remember away. this this summer. Th- I mean, every fucking time. What did we pay for it with this fall? This winter when we had uh, below freezing for three days in a row. Fucking killed I'm gonna the tell mosquitoes, you. though. Killed the mosquitoes killed and the my mosquito, rosemary. Plant. Killed all the rosemary. Yep. Killed my soul for three days straight. Uh, oh, we didn't leave the house. We had um, like made me question you know severely what? like how far south do i need to go because i don't think i can't I, handle this i don't think you compare like winter payback to summer payback though Mm-mm, no i think can't. summer 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 bonus comes with only summer payback yes so i think we're getting it this year i think that's what because walking yeah. outside my house today yeah this I summer like, is a payback for it's going to be summer. I don't feel it. Oh, it felt hot to me today. For like, but oh I my think God. partly because I walked outside at like seven a.m. Well, or, also, no, eight a.m. and it was already like, like it, it wasn't that human. hot. My but air conditioning's been out, and I've been out. Yeah, I've been able to deal with it, like with one air condition. It's and not that bad yet. It, but it got bad today mm-hmm. because half of my house was miserable. Without what do you have, like a, a a window unit? I have two. Um, Where's your HVACs. thing? She has it. Oh, you brought her your air thing. She's mm-hmm. had it since uh, last year. Yeah. Okay, that's for the cat room. And I haven't had. To have use you thought it. about a split? Yeah, unit. last year you didn't even I'm have to hardly turn it on. I'm about to go for split units. You know those European. I'm going to get those that ones on that the... they stick on your wall. I've got that's, a I've got a line on a guy. Is. I've got an Instagram ad that told me how I could afford those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send. Well, you know what? They're called split units. That's what you're talking about, right? The white things that you turn from heat to cold mm-hmm. that are on the wall that we had in Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that like what they have at Heirloom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, I mean- this is local talk. This is local talk. We we can talk local talk. Though. It's okay. Do you want more Strange South every week? We can help. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can join our Facebook fan group, Fans of the Strange South Podcast, to keep the chat going with our whole creepy community. Do you have a story idea for us or a story of your own to share? Email us at stories at thestrangesouth.com. Plus, if you join our Patreon, you not only help support the podcast, you get free swag, extras, exclusives, and a discount on merch. You can find links to all these things on our website, thestrangesouth.com, along with photos, links, and show notes from every episode. Strange South t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and other goodies. See you there. Oh, but you know what I wanted, um, one of the things I wanted to mention, because, you know, we talked about B-side and throwing in a little bit more kind of conversational stories and stuff like that. We were at um, Apothecary. Oh, yeah. And two nights ago. Two nights ago. And there was somebody playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Playing the guitar. And I'm not going to say too much about that, but he did play like some Garth Brooks. I mm-hmm. don't know if you've been following the Garth Brooks stuff that's been going on. No. Because no. when I, in the 90s, when Garth like first came onto the scene, uh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a huge, I don't want to say I don't like country, but I'm not a huge country fan. I loved Garth back then, though. I'm not going to lie. But. I'm not gonna lie. Either. Friends in low oh, places. Oh my god! Mm. I I was like shameless. I do, I do think I had a CD. Lightning strikes. <laughs> because we would go we would go country line dancing because that's like when it became like really big you know go out two stepping at like the local places in college oh yeah you told us about those yeah and it was so much fun um you know and that's what you know that's what i want to do i want to get i want to go out like 
you know, two-stepping or line dancing or whatever to country music. Because, I mean, honestly, I, I don't want to be... I'm a bit of a music snob. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I recognize that. I recognize that about myself. Um, but I do enjoy Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. And he, like, you know... All the songs, and he's been on the news lately because of the whole Budweiser thing. Oh, the, Wait, the LGBTQ. Wait, what did he say? Well, okay, let me just get back. Let me get back to. Let me start with two stepping. Got a story because yeah, um, got a story that is akin to Kaylee dancing, which is from Scotland and Ireland. Oh. A traditional dancing of line dancing, nice, and what we would call clogging. All ri- yeah, all originated in Scotland and mm-hmm, Ireland, nice. right? Because we're most of us. Oh yeah, we all are like are Scotch Irish. Like we, that's right. who our people were. They came over here. So back in when did this come out? Like the nineties, ninety two. Oh um, yeah, I was gonna say ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, shameless, shameless. So Garth did a, um, a song called "We Shall Be Free." I know it. Oh my god, I know and that so, song. It's a good one. It's a good one because it's a uh, it's the back content of it is like an ordinary ordinary man imagines a world where all human beings mm-hmm. are free from earthly oppression. Topics covered in in the social documentary include like world hunger, freedom of speech, homelessness, homophobia, racism, and freedom of religion. Hmm. Like, you know, he he wrote this song right after like the LA riots, I I think, because he was down there um, during that time. And so he wrote, you know, We Shall Be Free, which is a great song. I remember that song. And I mean, this is in the 90s and stuff. And I just literally saw Garth on the news. Well, first of all, he went to Biden's... um, Inauguration. He was inauguration. There. Inauguration. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, well, I wasn't expecting that. And then I saw him on the news recently, and he was talking about his bar down in Nashville mm-hmm. called uh, Low Places. Yep. And he's like, we will be having Budweiser. He's like, because I want my bar to be a place where all people can be um, included. Mm-hmm. And you know, feel safe, and um, I will continue serving Budweiser and all the beers because I, you know, I want that feeling and that, um, you know, he's like, you know, he's basically he wants everybody to love everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, holy shit, go Garth Brooks, go Garth Brooks. That's and a good song. That's yeah. awesome. And so I like, was hoping you weren't going to go opposite and say no, he's racist. And no, no, he's like, what did he say? He is absolutely not. And so that gave me like a whole level of respect for him for standing up because it's hard to stand up. Cause I think Budweiser lost like 30%. That much? Yeah. They have lost 30% in sales because of their rainbow beer cans. Jesus Christ. That everybody was like having issues about. And so he is like one of the only country music artists that have stood up and said like... Y'all need to stop hating everybody. It's like we mm-hmm. need to love everybody. We mm-hmm. need to have safe spaces um, for these people and um, just grow the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. And after that, I was like, you know what? I can, I think I may purchase me a couple of Garth no things. Shit. Some Garth stuff up. It's like if I go back to Nashville, I think I'm going to visit his bar. I, I didn't go in it, but I did walk by, but it was really crowded. I so last, you everything know, I was, was there, really crowded. Everything was crowded, even in February or whenever right. I was there, March. It 
well, back to that guitar player last night who played Garth. He also played Jason Isbell, but he mm-hmm. said some words, and you heard me yell. What did and he, he say? He said something. What did he say? He said, "Here's a song that Jason Isbell wrote, but then Morgan oh, Wallen recorded yes. it and made it go to." number one and no, i was like boo you. and then when he said so jason is but i was like yes mm-hmm. because this do you know the morgan wallen story morgan like, Wallen's so, kind of a douche yeah he came here too actually so he's the one during covid saturday night live like booted him because he broke all the rules of their covid restrictions before he came on and sang he and also then, did that here didn't and he? then they let him back on and then he after that started saying like racist remarks mm. and maybe homophobic i don't know what all but but of course as we know jason isbel totally like right. i mean yeah Totally open, progressive, progressive like, and I'm sure he's regretting like selling the rights to Morgan. I didn't realize he did. That's crazy. I didn't know anybody covered that. It's cover me up, and Morgan Wallen went number one with cover me up, which is a beautiful song. That's bullshit on Um, Morgan Wallen. That's really good. And so when the guitar player at Apothecary was saying that, when he said. Jason mm-hmm. Isbell, we were like, yay. And then he said, Morgan, one. I was like, boo. And he goes, okay, I'm doing the Jason Isbell yeah. version of that. <laughs> and I was right. like, exactly. Yes, please I mean, do. No, and I was like, so I'm going to have to like look more into Garth, because I always like Garth. Even though, I mean, full respect for the man. He went goth for a little bit there. Oh, yeah. Garth Brooks went goth? Yeah, it was yes. called uh, Chris, Chris Ledoux. No. Chris, uh, yeah. Chris Ledoux. Tell no, me what. Chris Chris something. Ledoux. Was it yeah. Ledoux? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm going ninety percent. You look it up right. and tell okay. me if I'm wrong. Okay. What if I type in Garth Garth, Garth Garth Garth? Yeah, but you know you gotta. I mean, what's the name? Chris. I'm gonna say Rains. Chris Gaines. Gaines. Oh man. Yeah. That is not him. Because he went rock. He went goth rock kind of deal. I mean, he like totally Chris did a, a probably a Madonna really thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a bull rider, probably. <laughs> like I when, think he is actually. <laughs> when he tried, like when he, he did that, like, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, you do you. Garth and stuff like that, but you know, if you think about it, he's experienced. I know, I know, I remember. Oh, we remember it. (laughs) This is fucking Ben Stiller doing Blue Steel, y'all. Like that's what I'm looking at right here. (laughs) Chris Ledoux is a country music singer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew it was a little bit simpler last name than. Oh my god, that's a real country music. So he he pretended to be another person so that he could play a different type of music. He just took on a different persona. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, what did um David Bowie do? David Bowie? No, he had another name. Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It so, was like a David Bowie Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, <laughs> <like>, absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, absolutely. The Goblin King? Right, though. It was and like so, a yeah, and so when he did persona. it, I was like, okay, that's weird. Like, back yeah. in the day, I was Everybody like, was like yeah, what's, what's going on there? But honestly, I mean... He was just doing him. I was going to say, it actually makes sense because there's really not a whole lot of ways for people to like take themselves out of that buttonhole like once they're put in it. You know what I mean? He blew up so much during the 90s. So fast. Um, as I, as I mean, I didn't know I didn't know country music in the '90s when I was in high school, and mm-hmm. I knew Garth Brooks. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely knew Garth Brooks. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, have a lot of respect for Garth Brooks. Um, Trisha Yearwood, who's been married with him forever. I don't really know her music, but again, I'm I like not, Trisha. I don't know country music, but I am going to explore like what it is that they have produced because I totally respect their um their beliefs and their stance and um 
kudos to them because they are getting some fucking backlash Ugh. for the whole um, sticking by uh, Budweiser for fuck's sakes. I'm baffled. I'm baffled by all of this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's... know if you should be. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just baffled that, like, people, I don't know, that this Hateful. is such a big deal. Yeah. It's such a big deal. But anyway, kudos to Garth and Trisha. Um, kudos. Kudos. Kudos to Leslie. Oh. L- love you. Okay, wait, two more. What? What? We're still going. Okay. So this last thing has to do with the hot. Has to do with dealing with the hot for the rest of the summer. Oh, yes. Has to do with the heat burst. Mm-hmm. Has to do with the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it is an mean, article. Literally, like just being hot. That I looked up. Oh. That is about how to sleep in hot weather. Oh, please tell me. Because it said, and this was a Women's Health Magazine article from mm-hmm. the UK. I was about to say, there's no fucking air OU. conditioning over there. Yes. By the way, if anybody wanted to ask me there about is- that. <laughs> <laughs> We got fans it's in every true. room we slept in, and it was it was only in the seventies. There was no air conditioning. But there was no air. Yes, there is no air conditioning. One bar, one well, pub. That's I the mean. way it is up north. I don't understand it, but go ahead. And uh, only in some places up north. I was like uh, northwest, uh, maybe more. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there is. Um, so apparently, when it's hotter, as if you don't already know this, it's more difficult to sleep. Oh, we have discovered. Thanks. That as there's a spike in temperature. The amount of sleep you get drops. And we all know that sleep is very important to your well-being. Truth. True. And Truth. your mental health. Oh, Truth. my God. Yes. So there is something that this person recommended you should not do when... Drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes outside. before you go to bed. She didn't even mention that. Well, everybody says, don't have caffeine, don't have alcohol, and don't have nicotine. She also said, oh, yes, <laughs> uh, regular bedtime, no tech an hour before bedtime. Yeah, and yeah, magnesium. Yeah, but... Yeah. Do oh. not sleep naked when it's hot. Yeah, your skin sticks. That was what she said. She said, it may feel like you should sleep naked when you're hot because it will keep you cooler, except that you sweat for a reason. And if there's nothing wicking the sweat off of your body, then you actually don't stay cool. Oh. So she said, you actually stay cooler and sleep better if you have something on your body than if you're sleeping naked. I'm sure it needs to be cottony fiber. She said, cotton so. pajamas with a Y and anything that takes sweat away from your cotton body. Cotton pajamas with a Y? Pajamas. Pajamas. That's how they spell pajamas yes. in the UK? Cotton pajamas. Pajamas. I didn't know they spelled it that way. Okay. Yes. And uh, and you should wear cotton pajamas, and it's better than sleeping completely starkers. Well, I'll tell you what else I don't have. Top sheets. There's no fucking top sheet. No top sheet to be found in all of Scotland and Ireland. That's gross. They put duvets no, over It is you. gross. How no. hard is it to... Well, like- let me tell you what Virginia, my host in Scotland, said. Fraser was her last name, by the Ooh, way. Fraser. 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 Outlander. Yeah. yeah. She said, I think it's gross to not to have a top sheet. That means people only wash the sheets and they don't wash the comforters. They have duvets where they just take the stuff, like the thing out and mm. wash the duvet cover. Well, um, you don't have to wash the comforter if you don't sweat all on it. Well, yeah. exactly. My thoughts. But yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. And I said... Mm. Open a window and give us a fan, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Well, you know, (laughs) I had been without an air condition for a couple of days. And let me tell you, that box fan got got elevated. Elevated. And it got pushed right against Mm. my bed Mm -hmm. so that I am like, I could like hit it with my hand. It's so close to me. Touch it. (laughs) Yeah. We ordered fans in every room and they were basically just like like the tabletop oscillating fans, you Mm -hmm. know? So a couple of rooms had them in them. A couple didn't. We had to ask. I need fucking turbo. Yeah. The the resort hotel we stayed at, which it was in Galway. And that was the hottest we were. Like the first day of the conference. Everybody was sweating. We're from Florida, Alabama, Georgia. And then there's some UK people there and some like West Coast people from the US. But I looked at my friend Rob, who's from like Tampa. Mm-hmm. And we're both like, it's too fucking hot in here. Like, what is going on? So he's opening doors, trying to get across breeze. Like, everything mm-hmm. is going. And I think the second day, either it got cooler, because I think it was like 77, 78 that day. And we're in a conference with no air. Mm. Um, but that evening, before we went to bed, I was like, Candace, we need a fan. And so I called for a fan. They brought us one that they had put together, back together with like bread ties <laughs> or some shit. Like the front had fallen off and it was like banging on the middle. Like, oh, I think we can sleep with this. I was like, hell no, we can't. Like, there's a difference in like the white. She was like, it's a fan sound. I was like, this is like a metal banging on metal this sound. This is not white so, noise. This is one of the reasons that it is nice to have a Walmart in every town. Amen. Because even like when we go down to the coast yeah now usually we travel with our fans i mean mm-hmm. southerners travel with their fans yeah, that's y'all. why box fan chad has had his mm-hmm. name man i was like but sometimes we know that there's going to be a walmart within 10 miles of wherever we're staying so we know that like a 15 fan we can go to them there and buy it and then we'll have an extra box fan for when our hair gets wrapped around <laughs> our real fans <laughs> and they stop and we just got like a backup to like push on that puppy <laughs> we needed it every Every room. Every room, yep. Every room in the UK. Mm. Oh, I will say, actually, the very last night when we were leaving Ireland, we stayed in a Crown Plaza at the airport. We had been long, another long day of driving, mm-hmm. exhausted, still daylight at 11 p.m., putting stuff up. And I stopped for a second. I said, Candace, what's that? What do you feel? I was standing in a vent. <laughs> yeah. Air conditioner. And I was like, we're turning this bitch all the way down. Right. We are sleeping tonight. Yeah. We're going to go down to 68 degrees. <laughs> but I had to convert because it was in Celsius. <laughs> I figured it out, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Somewhere in the upper teens, you'll be all right. Because yep. we kept our car around 20 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. That sounds so cold. It wasn't. <laughs> it was like a upper 60s, a low 70s. Oh, my God. 22 <laughs> degrees Celsius. That was it. Lord. I was kind of <laughs> hoping that you would, like, meet some, like, rugged ah! Scottish. Well, I did meet. <laughs> I'm at in one bar, pub, one pub mm-hmm. uh, in Edinburgh on the Royal Mile. It's we like- found a pub before we, like, before we... we we knew where we were going anyway, because we knew it was going to have local, like local traditional music that night. So we went there, mm-hmm. and there was this one guy. Woo! Ooh. I'm telling you, I have video. I'll show you of him singing. I so have he video. he so they all just kind of sit at the pub, mm-hmm. like around at a table. Mm-hmm. He's playing this weird kind of a uh, drum that you use like a, uh, almost like a 
brush with Mm -hmm. like a brush drum Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's got like Mm -hmm. and then somebody else has like a flute and a bagpipe and a guitar or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's like three of them and they're singing the one guy who was singing his voice is very deep and he's like oh bali hole oh my bali hole like just crazy like Mm -hmm. candace and i were like okay this is fun and then we went to inverness and there was a we found another traditional band and they were doing fiddle and guitar and they asked for volunteers to dance mm. to learn a Kaylee dance, oh. which is like a Highlands yeah. traditional Highlands dance. You did and they were you? yes. Yay. I, so I stood up because I'm like, why would I not? Right? <laughs> why Kaylee would you dance? Not? So this is the second night we've gone to the same pub in Inverness and everybody was really friendly. It's kind of small. And so there's this group of men across the way from Candace and I are sitting at a high top, just two of us. And there's like eight of them across until so I stand up. And, and the girl who plays the fiddle's like, who's going to dance with this lady? She wants to dance to Kaylee dance. And so um, one of them was like, I'll dance. And then all of his buddies are like, ooh, you just got married. And I was like, it's just dancing. And she goes, that doesn't mean the same thing here, is it? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. She goes, no problem. And I, and I was like, oh, okay. So she leads us. It's like a, you know, kick and a kick and a fan and then a... Mm-hmm. She calls it like, I don't know, whirl, twirl, whatever. So we do that. I learn that one a little bit. And everybody gives him a hard time. And that's fun. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, they play another song. And I'm watching. I'm like, Candace is like, are you going to dance this one? I was like, no, I'm not going to dance. it. I'm just going to sit here. Because this is all before dinner. And I was like, all right, all right. And she's like counting it out. And I'm like listening. And you step and you clap. And then you kick and you clap. And I was like counting in this. This one of the other guys from the eight comes over. He goes, mm-hmm. you want to dance this dance? Don't you? Yeah. I was like, no, no, I'm going to sit down. No, I see you're counting. You're counting. He was like, I know this one. So we're going to do this. So the different guy. So we dance it. And she called it a Canadian barn dance. And it was, a, I mean, he was really fun and really, really nice. And so we dance it. And then he bows at me at the end. Oh. And so then we leave and we go to dinner. And we're like, okay, we're not going to go back there. We've been there twice. Let's go to another bar. We go to that bar. It has traditional music, Kaylee dancing, a person really dancing in on her toes and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is kind of cool, but we want to go back to our other bar. <laughs> so we go back to that bar. We walk in the door. It's like two hours, like an hour and a half, two hours later. And then they all go, she's back. Because <laughs> <laughs> they start clapping for me. <laughs> Candace is like, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of we course left a that's bar. What happens. You come back. People start clapping. <laughs> and all these other people, you can tell there's a bunch of tourists in there. Like, who's this bitch? What has she done? And I was like, all I did was dance. I didn't do anything. Oh, wait, don't say that because dancing means something different. Nobody ever told me. <laughs> So, so basically, you're married now <laughs> in Scotland. I think so. so we go get a drink, and we're like, hey, can, we're going to hang out with y'all. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we're talking, and we're hanging out, and they're all having a good time. There's a guitar player now playing like Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. They love some Elvis over there. They play a lot of oh, Elvis. Oh, my god. They're playing like some... Um, uh, Amy Winehouse. He's like Ooh, doing a lot hey, of cool acoustic. We're all singing. And they're, they're like, we've been yeah, drinking since you yeah, left. And we're like, yeah, yeah we know. Like, we went to eat dinner and then we came back and you're still here drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're having fun and they're talking and they're dancing. And so we were like, well, what do y'all do? They were like, we live in Inverness Monday through Friday and we go home to Edinburgh on the weekends. And I was like, okay. So what is it you do? They're like, oh, we're in the British Army. <laughs> <laughs> So the all eight of those guys were British Army. 
Um, and the one I made friends with, his name was Stuart. The one I did the second dance with, showed me pictures of his partner and their little girl Aww. riding freaking horses with little blazers on, <gasps> like little riding boots, like little little <laughs> helmets. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like little equestrian helmets. Yeah, She's not like little, four. Little chin straps. She's so freaking cute. Oh my God. Look, this is her. And he comes to the U.S. every year. He's a representative from the British Army who goes to the Highland Games in South Carolina now. They used to be in North Carolina. Now they hold them in Greenville, South Carolina. He said it's the largest Highland Games in the world. So the Scottish Highland we Games are we in Car South Carolina. And I told him. Well, Scottish, like descendants from yeah. Scottish people, And I people, told right? him. Well, that it used to be North Carolina, Grandfather Mountain, mm -hmm. right near Highlands, mm -hmm. North Carolina, Highland, right. Scotland. All, you know, they all came over to North Carolina. Um he says it's in Greenville now. He comes once a year as like the one of the military representatives <laughs> from from the UK. And I was like, all right, so we're gonna. I'm like, next time you're here, yeah. we're gonna hang out. We're gonna go there. He was so so nice. It was Aww. so fun. So that was my. We need to go to the Highland Games. Yes, we do. I tried to find some, but they weren't weren't really going on. We were there, but apparently they're here anyway. He said. South Carolina. He goes, I've been come. to the U.S. like four times and I've only been to New York and South Carolina. <laughs> oh my God. Like two like polar opposites, right? Well, you've got the whole gist of the entire country now. Go. Yeah, that's <laughs> you it. You know us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's my story. Yeah. Of Highland it. dancing with British soldiers. <laughs> but they weren't British. They were like... They're, they're Scottish. British. Scottish, British soldiers. But they were so, British army. The, yeah, because... And I asked them about that. They were all Scottish, but they were in the British Army. And asked them their feelings about that. I, asked, I told the steward a lot about that. In mm -hmm. 2014, they taught, they had a vote to become independent. Mm -hmm. um, and some of those who had been in the military for a long time didn't really want to separate. They were afraid of losing their benefits. Mm. Um, yeah. So they are Scottish, um, but they are all in the British Army. It's right. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all so much for listening to the B-Side. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Marleya, do you know what I adore about Romarin et Cabot? The Feline Welcoming Committee? Exactly. And the folks running the place are just good and knowledgeable people. They've got everything from crystals, incense, herbs, candles, and so much more. And books. Awesome books. Oh, so many good books. That's why Romarinette Corbeau is Oxford, Alabama's mom and pop metaphysical bookshop. And for our listeners, you can find them on social media or better yet, visit them in person. We've got a link in our episode notes and you can visit their shop in Oxford, Alabama. Check them out, y'all. 